Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller and thank you very much for joining me on a lovely Friday. The weekend is just around the corner so you should be pumped. You can go out and do whatever you want for a couple of days. Also want to shout out to everybody that joined the unexpected Tuesday live version. Obviously we do two episodes a week. It was the best one I've ever done in terms of numbers. So there's every chance I'll try it again on Tuesday because like, if more people are going to listen and more people are enjoying it, that's what I'm going to do. But you put a smile on my face to shout out to all of them. If you are a brand new listener like i say we do two episodes a week and the second episode is always really cool because i head over to my patreon patreon.com forward to simon 316 and that is how you support the podcast should you so wish even a dollar allows me to do this and i get a patreon onto the show and today not for the first time not for the second time even though i thought it was i got it wrong but for the third damn time it's my friend dan dan how are you doing today Hey, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks. Good, good, dude. Honestly, I love this. Three times coming back on, man. I mean, a thank you for the support, but also this is really cool because you know, long-time listeners to the show, they'll know who you are. They'll know your deal. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's really exciting, man. Like this is why sometimes you get idiots on the internet. And go, oh, it's a terrible idea. No, it isn't. This is the best idea in the world because <laughs> a you, you never know what kind of opinion it's going to get, and the more you do it, you know, you, you can build up a, a you know a quasi co-host. I think it's great, man. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I enjoy coming on. I enjoy listening to the other people who come on and get you get you get people all over the world. They're from Australia, from the United States, from Britain. I don't. There's probably a few other places that uh, people have been on, and everybody's got different opinions, different stories, different uh, looks and feels of of what they like and what they don't like about wrestling. So it's gives you a kind of a broader. Uh, perspective on what's what's out there so hell yeah it's, it's great because the, one of the best things about wrestling in 2019 is the community also one of the yeah. worst things of course but <laughs> hope for, i like to think that we've managed to create a little cool community around simon pro wrestling show in fact i do think that and i wanted to embrace it so man thank you so much for coming on the third time now as yeah, you no right problem. as you rightfully reminded me last time we were talking we were we were hinting about uh, the WrestleMania 35 main event and Charlotte and Ronda and Becky Lynch, of course. Now, we're not only past that, we're not only through it, but we've kind of got an idea of where Becky Lynch is going now. She is a two-champ, a two-belt champ, whatever you want to call it. She's going to be taking on Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans at Money in the Bank. But, dude, it seems like a, a fine place to pick everything up. What did you think about it? Are you happy? You're not happy? Just to throw a little bit of salt onto the fire. These are not my words. I am not saying this before people go crazy. And we are going to talk about the <laughs> WWE financials more later. They've come out. Not the greatest numbers you've ever seen. And there are. Wrestling Observer was one. And there's some other people out there, too, of people saying that maybe the numbers are down because WWE focused very heavily on the women's division. And that didn't resonate as much as they thought it would. Again, I don't personally believe that. However, as we are talking about it, I was going to bring it up on this episode anyway. We may as well throw it in here. So, dude, give it to me. How do you feel yeah. about it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Where we stand right now? Yeah, I... I, I like the build for the most part. Uh, the match itself, I did not think they did as good a job as they could have done. And I'm not sure if, if it was because, like, Ronda broke her hand. So if that's the reason they kind of maybe cut it short a bit or or whatever, then, then I mean, I give them a pass on that. Uh, but I think 
they didn't book it quite as well as as I don't know I thought they would have. Um, so I'm going to compare it to uh, Gargano Champa because I think there's there's some parallels there in the way they they built up uh, the two the two feuds. So with um, with the three women, they each had their own kind of weapon of choice. Becky had that that crutch. And Rhonda, or not Rhonda, um, Charlotte had uh, Ken, which I'm glad they dropped, but the Kendo stick. <laughs> That's so but bad. That was, it was so that bad, was her, that Ken thing. Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. But that was her weapon of choice, and Rhonda's weapon of choice was Rhonda. And they could have they, they built those things into the match, I think, to, to really get it into a third gear. Uh, and, they, and they didn't. And it, it's not like I'm like... I'm not the person who's like, oh, they need to add all this extra violence. They added it into the storyline and then didn't really pay it off at WrestleMania. They brought it in, they brought it in a table, which nobody used during the whole feud. So it really didn't, it was like a nothing thing. But if, had they brought in maybe those other things and built up that part of the story, they could have really crescendoed the, that whole, that whole storyline. Mm. Because this wasn't the beginning. This was the end of six months of storytelling and a blow off, and Ronda was going away for a while anyway. So, th- th- to me, they could have kind of brought that piece, and that's that's kind of where I was a little disappointed. I felt the the main event was not as well orchestrated as it could have been. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. It wasn't the. I was really invested in that story, and I actually think they did. Yeah. I agree with it most. I agree with all of your points. I thought the go home angle with the car and the police was 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 brilliant. You know, yeah. I, I understand it was dumb, but I think people have forgotten that wrestling's best when it is dumb. I mean, that's why that's why that's why I love it so much. And I, I look, I did enjoy everything up to it. Yes, it didn't go, you know, in in the in the right direction for all of it. It was a bit too too much toing and froing. But ultimately, yeah. you know, when, when we got to WrestleMania 35, I was like, I absolutely want to see that match, and I'm ready for it, and I'm excited for it. But yeah, I, I think a combination of the show being too long and it not being the greatest it, I mean, it wasn't the greatest main event we've ever seen at wrestlemania there's no point pretending otherwise it wasn't bad and i enjoyed it and we got the right winner so you got the feel-good factor but that along with the fact that we had that weird botch finish it was a bit like sting hogan from starcade whatever it was it did all add up to where you thought okay cool becky lynch is the is the right choice however i i, I don't necessarily think it was the greatest build and execution of a WrestleMania feud we've ever seen, you know, and, that's, yeah. and that happens sometimes. It happened with uh, Triple H and Roman Reigns, it happened with Randy Orton and Triple H a few years ago. Uh, even the Roman Reigns Undertaker match didn't really kind of, you know, light anything on fire. In fact, really, I mean, I'd say WrestleMania 31 is the last time a main event left us feeling elated when Seth Rollins ran into cash in. Am I right in saying that? I believe I am. Yeah. I believe I yeah. am. But that's just my opinion anyway. Yeah, 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 probably. And I mean, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the finish. I didn't like. I didn't like the roll-up finish in a, in a feud that was so, like, to me, a roll-up is is something that continues a feud, because it's like, oh, that's a fluke out of nowhere. Had they maybe they could have built the story around, um, uh, Becky being a better wrestler than than Ronda being a fighter, and maybe with Ronda going away and coming back, she comes back and kind of rejoins the. The wrestling thing and maybe works on some of her her wrestling type holds and counters and stuff like that instead of relying on on 100% MMA giving a little bit credibility back to the wrestling uh, part of of her thing like I didn't like the way that she kind of broke that fourth wall broke character 
to me, I, I don't know. I compare it to like, can you imagine in the Dark Knight where the Joker says, "Oh, the only reason you're winning is because Christopher Nolan's your, your Christopher Nolan's pet or whatever." It's like so dumb. Like it doesn't need, <laughs> you don't need to break the fourth wall. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I liked it because, like I said before, it's like if any kind of angle gets people talking, I'm usually quite excited about it because even yeah. if it, I, I think uh, these days, like I said earlier, I think I get a kick out of... I, I get a kick out of what the community reacts to things. So even if I don't actually like the angle, I'm like, well, actually, I'm enjoying this. Like with the Viking experience, right? By the end of the day, <laughs> I, was lo- I was loving it by the end of the day because it felt like we'd all got together to have a fun chat. And that yeah. was like, that was all right with me. So, but you were right. I mean... It's, it's hard for me to say because I think on one hand you are right because the whole point is that's a magician giving away the trick, isn't it? And the whole, yeah. point, the whole point is the magician's not going to give away a trick, but I'd be lying if I said that I didn't enjoy the fact that it got everybody talking. That's why wrestling is so weird in 2019. You don't just enjoy it, and maybe one of the reasons it's broken, but you don't enjoy it for the, just the product anymore. You enjoy it for all these weird little reasons, and oh, it's very weird, very, very strange. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Triple H and Batista did the same thing, and the, oh, you're not you're fighting the man, not the character is like, you can do that without having to say that you can say, okay, we're not going to have a wrestling match. We're going to have a fight. They've done that before. And that keeps you in that world. Mm. I, I like to kind of, when I, when people talk to me about wrestling and, and you talk about this all the time, when you try to explain to your friends about wrestling and people talk to me about it and it's like, Oh, why are you a wrestling fan? You know, it's fake. It's like, well, yeah, but so is friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's why I want to look at it. It's like it's a TV show, and then when they break through the fourth wall completely and say, "No, this is now that's a TV show over there," but this is real. It's like oh, you're killing me. <laughs> I can't explain that to people. It's like, okay, and that's really it's part of the TV show, but it's not. And it's like, oh, well, that makes it makes it frustrating a little bit as a as a fan when you're trying to talk to other non fans and tell them like why you enjoy this particular type of entertainment versus what we would call mainstream entertainment mm. so well, I, I think that's the other issue is that i watch a lot of wwe programming these days and i come away thinking if i'm i, I always i always have to try and put myself in the shoes of a new fan and sometimes i try yeah. and watch it like that i'm like who the hell would be able to ever understand what's going on which is crazy because wwe used to be brilliant at that i mean their video packages are still awesome but they don't do them as much as they did or at least they're not as important as they once were I don't know how you just tune... Because what you want to be able to do is you want people to be able to do is somebody's flicking through the channels and you stop and you go, oh, what's this? You know, and it, I, I, I don't... I mean, the, the big thing for me recently was the Bray Wyatt thing on Raw. Now, again... I, yeah, I, I, I wanted I, to touch on that. Well, I, I, made, I made a huge mistake of making a joke about it on Twitter and everyone thought I hated it. I didn't. I love the Bray Wyatt stuff. It's the dumbest thing I've seen in years and that ties into what we were talking about before. But I would say, yeah. and, you know, I'm happy to be debated on this and some people have, if you were flicking through and you saw, oh, wrestling is on, and then the next segment was that, I think you're turning it off very quickly because you don't know who Bray Wyatt is... It doesn't. It didn't really explain because it wasn't. That was a segment made for people like you and I, right? It wasn't a segment made for people that's never watched wrestling before, and it may it may have got you in because it was so wacky and juxtaposed. But I yeah. think I think that's a huge thing nowadays. Is how is WWE making new fans? That's what they need. If all the old guard are turning off, and obviously you know TV ratings are down quite substantially nowadays. But if you need new people to tune into your TV show. I don't really know what you're doing to ensure that's the case. I think there's a lot of fan service, and I appreciate that. But I also think there needs to be a balance, and I don't see that very much anymore. Yeah, I can I can see that, and and I think that ties into even the the female storyline going into WrestleMania. I think it it 
pleased the people watching, but it didn't seem to draw in any anybody new. And I don't know if that's be, because people don't want to see women wrestling or they thought it was or they just think it's like it was five, ten years ago. Because I don't know if I, if I had not watched and somebody said, oh, there's going to be a female main event at WrestleMania. I'm gonna be like, oh, great, a penny and bra match. Like, that's what I would have thought as a fan had I not been watching in the last five years. So mm. it it's, makes it a little difficult to bring it back. But yeah. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, oh, I, I, I thought that as well when they were really heavily pushing the women. And they should have done that. <laughs> and they should have yeah. made, and they should have said it's a big deal. But again, there was a small part of me and I was like, you do know this makes you sound so archaic, WWE. <laughs> like in yeah. 2019, you go, it's the first women's main. And people would be like, why are you taking so long, man? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, so you're kind of damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And it, of course, the big thing yeah. is it's better to do it than not do it. So, well, for sure, I think I think they earned it. I think they deserved it. I don't think oh, oh, I don't think they man, were yeah. being pushed ahead of anybody else. It wasn't it wasn't a token thing by any stretch. It was the best storyline in in the company. Oh yeah, why not? Like it wasn't it wasn't even close. Maybe the Kofi thing kind of picked up some steam near the end, but even that, it wasn't it wasn't nearly as long running and, and all that stuff so i mean it was they deserved to be in, in the spot they were in oh, absolutely it's, and my, yeah. my my other thing of that was always you know like if you if you don't do it now you don't know what position you're going to be in next year and this is absolutely the right time to do it you know if you don't yeah. you've, you've screwed up so i'm absolutely you know it's a hundred percent what they should have done um yeah and now we you know now we see what happens from this point out, I guess we see we see what's next. I mean, what do you think about everything post? What do you think about Becky two belts and her two different matches at Money in the Bank? Is it too much? I mean, yeah, I think I think that might be designed to get a belt off of her. Um, so I think she's gonna she's gonna beat Lacey Evans, which makes sense. And she, I think she's gonna beat Charlotte, and whoever the Money in the Bank winner is is gonna take her out after that, because it's like two matches that are probably gonna be. Well, the, even the one against Lacey Evans is going to be fairly competitive, and Charlotte's going to beat the crap out of her for most of that, and then somebody's going to come down and cash in. That's what I that's what I think is going to happen. I know there's two cash ins and back to back years, but yeah, I but... think that's what's going to happen. And then so... Becky goes to Raw, and because Raw needs some some talent over there, they don't have a whole lot of star power on the on the woman's side. Mm. So Becky being there makes that better. Charlotte being left on. SmackDown with whoever the Money in the Bank winner is. To me, that that makes sense. But well, I, I mean, we'll see. She might win both and keep going on. Who knows? Where but that's what that's what I think. Wh- yeah. what, how, what's probably a better question? What do you think that means for Becky in terms of fan reaction? Because I'll say I think she's cooled off a little bit over the last few weeks, as I, as I think anybody would. I think that's just the nature of the beast sometimes. But do you mm-hmm. think that fans are going to be behind that? Do you think they're going to be pissed off? I mean, you know, if Charlotte, let's say Charlotte takes the belt back to SmackDown, for example, everybody hates Charlotte. You know, do you think that everyone's going to go into meltdown? I mean, that, I, I agree with you. I think that's 100% the right thing to do. How they do yeah. that without making everybody go crazy is another, another question. Yeah, I, th- I think you do it with the Money in the Bank winner. After the fact, you've got this exhausted person who, who managed to struggle after a 20-minute main event match, which that's probably going to be the main event too. And then have maybe it's uh, maybe it's a returning Sasha Banks who's going to do the full heel turn. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know they wanted to split them up, so that's probably not going to happen. But something like that. 
What do you think about Sasha and Banks, I'm, man? As we're here, go, go throw it in, man. Because my God, yeah, so, did, did that separate yeah. opinions? Yeah. So uh, I, I want to get into the, that whole thing. I want to get back to the Bray Wyatt thing later on. We can talk about that. But right, well, let's do Sasha. Uh, let's then we'll do, do Bray, man. That works. Yeah. That no, works. Let's do Sasha Banks. Uh, so I actually want to talk about all the people asking for the releases and why they're different. So I think I think Sasha and the revival are in one category where they're being used. They're on TV all the time, but I don't know, maybe not what they want. To me, you don't you don't get to complain too much when you lose a title or you're booked in a certain way. I mean, you're being used and that's part of your contract. That's kind of what you sign up for. Sometimes it sucks to be used uh, not as well as you think you should be, but I mean that's kind of part of it. On the other side, you got like the Ty Gillingers, and you got the uh, uh, the big guy from blanking on the name. Uh, Luke Harper. Luke Harper. Yeah. And you got that that group over there who is not being used, and to me, it's like that's a different thing. If you're not being used, one you don't make the the house money you don't like you don't make as much money you're not getting the exposure and you don't get to do what you really want to do um so i mean these are creative people they don't they don't want to be sitting at home just waiting for the next thing to come and i don't know maybe they went maybe luke harper went about it the wrong way but i mean if he asked for it but to me i'm, I'm more on side with luke harper than i am with like the revival and and sasha banks so because they're being used and sasha being used really fairly well i mean yeah i get they wanted they split them up and they didn't get the long title reign they thought they were going to get but i don't think wwe has ever done first time long time champions i i can't think of a time they've done it even way back in like when buddy rogers won the title i think he only held it for a couple of months before they gave it to the like the next guy Mm. No, yeah, they did long title reigns in like, WWE, a few and far between. I mean, that's why the CM yeah. Punk one was so crazy. Everyone was like, "My word, this is going on forever." Yeah. But all, all the all the first timers, even like the new belts they've introduced, they've been they they give it to a high profile person, and then they lose it within a month or two. Adam Cole lost the North American Championship. Uh, Tyler Bate lost the the British title, the UK title. Uh, trying to think of the other ones. Uh, all even Pat Patterson back in the day, he lost it after his momentous uh, tournament win in Rio de Janeiro. So <laughs> yeah, like, exactly he didn't, he didn't yeah. hold it that long either. The, it was always the next person who who there was always just like a second person they would they would give it to. So I mean, it wasn't uh, maybe there maybe some promises were made or some, but I mean in, in WWE promises don't really go that far. It's like it's not written down, so it's. I think I think it's I, I think it all depends on what exactly she did, and we're never going to know, right? We're just not. Yeah. I think it's very unlikely that we'll know, and that you know that 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 to me is because I, I completely understand and I completely respect anybody, no matter what they've achieved, wanting to achieve more. Like I'm very much like that in the terms of you know, as soon as I've done something, as much as I probably know that I should revel in it, I don't. I kind of go, right, what do I do yeah. now? What do I do now? And it's probably not the healthiest way to be, but I understand that line of thinking. What I don't get, and again, we don't know what's true, what's not true, I don't get uh-huh. making a fuss, and I don't get throwing tantrums, because, again, it's all about us as individuals, and I'm much more of a, well, let's be professional and not burn any bridges, and yada, yada, yada. And you don't know how many yeah. times, 
she's you know beating her head against the wall, ask for this or ask for that, and maybe being told, oh, by the way, we're also splitting you up from Bailey. You know, but then again, when you like you mentioned it just then, when you bring it over to someone like Luke Harper, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well that's different because he seems very respectful. Admittedly, maybe misjudged the game a little bit by you know going public with it as opposed from doing it behind the scenes. Because of course we saw Goldust have his contract agreed to run out, and there was no sort of funny business with uh, you know adding on time for injuries and whatnot. But then right. on on the uh, 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 there was rumours this week as well that apparently Triple H had to convince Vince McMahon that was the right thing to do. So. I think Vince has a sort of one-track mind with this. But yeah, Luke Harper does the same thing. And the rumor is he's not going to be let out of his contract. He's been injured, so they're going to extend it by X amount of months. And that does kind of seem kind of... Well, it just does, no matter who you are. Not because it's WWE. Any company, you do come across as quite shitty because you're not doing anything with Luke Harper right now. So why yeah. on earth would you want to lock him in? So I can kind of see it from all you know different, different guises, but that doesn't mean it doesn't suck a little bit, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it 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 does suck. I I don't know the way that Luke Harper put out that original message. It sounded like it was mutual. Exactly. Yeah, I said, thought it was he, done right. I thought it was done. Yeah, I thought it was a mutual thing that uh, the company says this is okay, and I think it's okay. And I mean, me as a fan, I I want to see Luke Harper. I'd love to see him on on TV. I think he's. <laughs> I, I mean, the underrated term gets thrown around a lot, but he is. He's underrated by by the the company he's a really good worker and and i think the company was high on him at one point because jbl used to talk about him as a future champion and i don't think you're allowed to just go out and kind of go off the off the script and say yeah i think like as a commentator and say yeah this guy is a future champion because that only gets paid to a few different people i mean they talk about like ruby riot michael cole always brings up ruby Riot as a as a future woman's champion trying to build this person up. And I think that's always very controlled as to who gets to talk about themselves or be talked about as a future champion versus anybody else. So I think they were high on them at one point, but they just haven't used them at all. And to me, if you're not being used, you should be allowed to kind of explore other things. If you don't want me, then I'll go, I can go somewhere else and go make money somewhere else and go be happier somewhere else. Yeah. But I mean, if you're using the guy that's, if you're using him every week and he's just jobbing out, well, you're still using him. Like, that's a role that needs to be played in, in wrestling. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. It's got to move the story along. So It's I mean, hard. But it's... if you're not using if you're not on TV and you're never being seen, it's there's no point being there. You can go do something else. But, I don't know. It's hard. That's just, that's just me. Well, yeah. It's hard because it depends how you look at it again, right? We're looking at it as from fans. But let's say yeah. that you ran WWE. You're a little bit worried about AEW. And you know that Luke Harper is good, but you also know that you can't really fit him into your show. And you know you've got him under contract legally. And you're an asshole. <laughs> you, may, you, you know, yeah, okay. you, may, you may go. You don't get to leave. And it's hard to argue it because they signed the contract. That's the yeah. issue. I, and I'm not saying it's like I always say this when it comes to microtransactions in video games, which I know is a strange analogy. But microtransactions in video games are mostly a bad idea, right? They ask people to spend more money when they've already put money in. However, right. on the flip side to that is the business model of the reason that publishers keep putting them in is because people keep buying them. So you have this really weird back and forth. You're like, well, it's kind of bad, but also I see why they're doing it. 
because they make money and it's a business at the end of the day and that is all people care about again I'll throw yeah. football, I'll throw football in there or soccer for the American audience there are so many fans out there and I respect them all and if this is how you want to live your life honestly more power to you but there are so many fans out there that say oh the club shouldn't do this the club shouldn't do that or this player should show loyalty they don't there's no such thing they just want to no. make cash and it's the same with wrestling Vince McMahon probably knows that Luke Harper can go out there and smash it but he doesn't have to let him do it so he doesn't yeah. and that does suck but at the same time Oh, it's capitalism and all those kind of words. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I think, I think they should be a little more. Like, I mean, if you're going to use the guy, then use the guy. And if you're not going to use them and just, just pay them just to do nothing, just to spite other companies, you, in, what you're doing is you're getting it. You're, you're dealing with a human being, and in Luke Harper and and Ty Dillinger and all these other people. These are these are human beings, and and they. And they want to go out and they want to work. And here's a person who just wants to go out and perform and go out and do whatever. And and you got a company who's saying, and we're one, we're not going to use you, and we're going to just we we're going to pay you out of spite because we don't want you going to this other company because we we think that you could potentially help them hurt us. And it's like if you think they can help you help the other company hurt you, then use that person. There's obviously something there. But I mean, they're just kind of hoarding talent, and I don't know. To me, it's it's like if you're not going to use somebody, let them go. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. the same. I'm the same, and especially because WWE is just you know buying people yeah. up for lack of a better term. I mean, that's why they've got WWE UK. WWE UK is a yeah. great show, but I think it kind of exists there just to try and give an outlet for people to from the UK seem to sign up for WWE. And you know, yeah. you, as a, as a wrestler, you absolutely should decide to go or not go, or you know, everyone judges you; they're crazy. But, I mean, and it, there's a long list now. I mean, what, The Revival wanted out, Sasha Banks, Luke Harper, Ty Dillinger got out. That one makes no sense. Goldust is gone. Uh, there was somebody else being reported that I can't remember who that was. Oh, apparently Dean Malenko left today as well as an agent. Now, yeah, yeah. Dean Malenko left and a, a few other uh, agents have left recently. Uh, apparently Road Dogg has gone a- yeah. AWOL or something. Yeah, he, so. he doesn't want to be a part right, of the creative leave, anymore, yeah. Yeah, uh, the other one is Mike Canellis and Mar- uh, Maria Canellis. But, I mean, they're being used now, so they fall into the, more of the Sasha Banks area. But, I mean, that was – they kind of they kind of did it to themselves, I think, a little bit. With coming into the company and then Maria getting pregnant, like, right away, and Mike having the, uh, his personal problems and, and all that. So he, they kind of they, – they were getting a little bit of a push early on, but then – all that other stuff happens and you can't really do much about that. I mean, the company is good that they, they kind of get behind those people, but then when they come back and they try to find a spot for them or not find, try to spot, then they get like upset. Oh, they're not using us the way that we want to be used or whatever. But I mean, to me, that's, that's, I mean, each, each case is kind of a little bit different. So it's hard to lump them all together or it's like a case by case basis, but yeah. I don't, don't, it is a crazy time, right? And that's why, yeah. that's why when people go, oh, all elite wrestling, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 this is why they're competition. Luke Harper's not yeah. asking for his release without that. Neither is Sasha Banks. None of them are. You know, they're, they're doing it because they believe there's a viable alternative. And up to this point, I mean, New Japan was to a certain extent. But, you know, New Japan doesn't work like that. You can't, it doesn't have a massive roster, New Japan. It just doesn't. You know, right. that, that's just the truth. So that's why it's cool. And that's why it's exciting. At least yeah. that's why I'm excited about it. So, it, and New Japan really isn't not uh, not on TV in North America. It doesn't have, like it, it has its following in North America. I think with the more of the hardcore 
wrestling types, but that's outside of that. Like nobody, if, if I didn't follow wrestling on the internet and just watch WWE, I wouldn't know any of the people coming like the bullet club and all that. I wouldn't know anything about them because they're, they're just, they're over there. And that's a completely different, different group. I know a little bit about them. I've seen like one or two matches of, uh, uh, Kenny Omega and of like a few others on, on like all in and stuff like that. A few things here and there, but I, I don't have the time to follow that much more. The WWE takes up too much time as it is. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's it. Yeah. That's it, dude. But it, it's fascinating. Yeah. It really is. And I, you know, it's only going to get more intriguing, especially because again, the financials came out and WWE lost money this quarter. Now it's not the craziest yeah. thing in the world because they lost money because they knew that, you know, in the next quarter, they're about to make so much money. They can go and spend more. But yeah. you're still going to get that reaction online. And as we know, the reaction online, the social media craziness is what fuels everything nowadays. It really does. So we'll have to see. Before we get too far off topic, though, dude, let, let's cycle back to Bray Wyatt because I know you wanted to talk about <laughs> that. Uh, give me – this is the first time I think I've talked about it with anyone directly on the podcast, dude. So yeah. please, let me, know what, uh, let me know what you thought. Okay, so my first reaction <laughs> right after it happened – I basically I tweeted out I've been watching wrestling for over forty years, and that was the worst thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> it was so like I'm watching. I'm like, what is going on? And then it, and then they played it again on SmackDown the next night. I watched it again, and it's like, well, it's still really weird. And then I heard it was like Bray Wyatt's idea. So to me, I want to, I want to kind of back him on that and see i want to see where it goes but it the my first reaction was this is the worst thing i've ever seen and i've seen like mantar so i mean it's just it was so weird and terrible like that i don't know that stupid puppet the, the velociraptor <laughs> yes it is a raptor people I, the amount of tweets i get miller it's a buzzard it, look it may yeah. meant to be a buzzard that ain't no motherfucking buzzard man that <laughs> fact, I, i'm gonna type in buzzard right now buzzard into google let me see what yeah. it, it looks nothing like a buzzard. No, it's a Velociraptor. Yeah. Anyway, keep going, keep going. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So when when I saw that originally, I'm like, the the first the first vignette with the the thing coming up and laughing. I'm like, oh, this is like WCW mid '90s level bad. It seemed like something that was written up. That I don't know. I compared it to uh, to Spinal Tap uh, for people who've seen Spinal Tap. Remember, the, there's a scene where they're talking about Stonehenge and they write it up, and it's it's going to be this big thing. This and it's like it sounds really cool in paper, and then you see it later on in in reality, and it's like this eighteen inch thing that they ended up putting. It just looked terrible in in practice, but in on paper it looked great. And that's to me that's the the Velociraptor thing. Probably looked great on paper, and then they they went to like dollar store and got a puppet, and that's what <laughs> that's what they used. Had they done it in reverse, I think it would have been better, because the doll thing, you know, like. For you, the doll is is creepy. I, I horror stuff doesn't really bother me, but yeah, it, I, I, I completely appreciate that. Yeah, but there's more of a uh, visceral reaction to the doll, and but less, but less to the like the Velociraptor. Had it been second, I don't know, maybe who knows? No, I think it, but dude, the, but, it, but it's called Mercy. I wonder if that's after Whalen Mercy. I wonder if that's like an Easter egg. You know what? It, now you've said it, 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 it probably is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean I think, I think that, that's why I, mean, I, I understand why people uh, don't like it, but that's why I kind of do. I think it's quite yeah. layered. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot in there that hopefully we'll be able to 
you know, look back on and go, oh, that was cool and this was cool. To, to me, again, when I first watched it, I was like you. I was like, what the flip? Do we just want to kill Bray Wyatt? Do we hate him? Do we hate Bray Wyatt and we want to run him into the ground? But when I watched it back, I realized there were some ideas going on here. You know, for example, the whole he listens to his gloves and one says heel and one says uh, hug or whatever. Hurt. 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 Um, And and the puppets were so bad. I'm like, well, you know, if we do get super creepy with it, that's my thing. I think think in three weeks' time, we're getting some vignettes and some videos that are genuinely making people feel edgy. Then I think we're onto something. And also, I was going to criticize it, but my overwhelming kind of opinion of it was well i've been asking for something different and now they've given me something so different i kind of feel like a hypocrite if i then go oh but not this it's like well what, what you know <laughs> where, where do i draw the line but yeah, that, well, that, what do you want but that exactly but that doesn't take away from the fact that you are right when you do i, mean, I did the same thing when i first saw i happened to first see it on twitter because i woke up and i and it was one of those things usually i ignore twitter but there was so many people tweeting me about it i was like well i have to go look at the clip now i know i shouldn't watch for what i've seen but i have to see it and I was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but it did, it did. The more I watched it, the more I laughed. And yeah, when I found out that Bray Wyatt was the mastermind behind it and he hadn't had this thrown upon him, I was like, yeah. okay, okay, I will, I will well, go with it and, and, and I'll see where we end up. But it's, yeah, and the it's, one, it's interesting, man. Sorry, go on. Oh, the, the, one, thing, the one thing that I thought about uh, and before I knew Bray was behind it is that he went for it 100%. Yes, so whether absolutely. it was his ideas or somebody else's, that if if this gimmick fails, it's not because he didn't put his heart and soul in it. So to me, I I believe that he believes in this character. It just it was really weird. Well, we'll see what happens, but so no. go on. <laughs> no, no, dude, I I'm with you, man. It's it's not really something we can judge until yeah. we know what the deal is. And right now, we have no idea what the deal is. So, but it's interesting. It got people talking, and again, like we said earlier, that always makes me that 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 always makes me happy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I the, the thing. I, my last point with it be is to to do what they want to do. I kind of feel like they have to go super crazy with it. No pun intended. And the only way to do that really is to kind of you know push the the realms of PG. Are we really going to do that? I don't know if we are. It's yeah, not, it's I, don't not something the WWE I don't know how does, they're going to get there. I don't know. It could be a, re- a rebirth of the uh, the original Doink the Clown. Yep. Or something yeah, yeah, similar yeah. to that. Yeah. That would be interesting as well. But I don't know, hopefully they leave it as the original and not <laughs> not water it down too much. But I don't know. As far as the, like the new the other the new uh, uh, gimmick that's that I'm I'm actually really enjoying is Sami Zayn. Oh, dude, go man, and, talk about it. And yeah. So I, I think the direction it's going is he's going after the fans, but I think he's going after some of the more negative type fans. And maybe he's talking about us too, who are talking about wrestling and whatever. But I don't know. I think, and 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 maybe it's the, just the way that that maybe every fan thinks they're not the negative fan. But I think he's. I think his real target is if you're one of those people out there who thinks is it okay to boo Roman Reigns again? He, he's talking about you. That's <laughs> yeah. who he's talking about. He's talking about you. <laughs> I'm talking about them too. I don't yeah. get that, man. I Why would anyone boo Roman? Anyway, we don't need to talk. I just find yeah, I so, Some things are bigger than wrestling. Yeah. Like surviving a terrible illness wins. Wins every time in my book. Like, yeah. It's just oh, crazy. Yeah, so I, I, I really like what Sammy did in, in Montreal. And I'm, I'm in Toronto, so I get a lot of the humor that uh 
that he was going for and and how easily he is able to insult people in Montreal. He's from Montreal, so he knows all the buttons to push. When you're from that hometown, you know, and, and I think Montreal is a little more sensitive than maybe some other places. Uh, yeah, a place like Toronto could be can be a little sensitive too, but uh, in in certain things. So the people from here, if they're going to heal on the city, they they know exactly how to push those buttons. In Montreal, you just pushed all those buttons and just he had that crowd just going absolutely crazy. Oh, dude. not quite Elias in in Seattle crazy, but pretty close. <laughs> that Elias in Seattle was was unbelievable. But but yeah, he had he had the uh, Sammy had the that that crowd just eating out of the palm of his hand and doing exactly what he wanted him to do. It was so good. Oh, dude. I just don't know. I just don't know who he feuds with. And that's the thing with Bray Wyatt. I don't know who he feuds with, but I guess we'll see. It's, so. g- it's, it's a good point, right? Like, who, who is out there right now? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I really, really don't know. Um, <laughs> who, but, wants, who wants to be on the toxic fan side? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's it. You're going to have to balance it like Daniel Bryan, aren't you? Where Daniel yeah. Bryan's actually shooting a good message, but you've just got to come up with someone who is such a baby face. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, you, I can't even think who that would be. Maybe a Finn, not, not Finn Balor now, but somebody like a Finn Balor. Where they're just... Hey, you're I not, mean, it could, be, it could be a ricochet. To me, that, yeah, that, yeah, that would, oh, maybe makes sense, and those matches would be great. But. Absolutely, dude. Now, I think the good thing yeah. about that as well would be you don't even have to you don't have to go after what he's saying. If that makes sense, you can just ignore yeah. that and be like, you know, stop being a dick. Like, you know, you, yeah, yeah. you, you can kind of <laughs> go that way. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but I, I think Sami Zayn, and I actually, there's, I think there's a what culture video going up this weekend about it. But there is. Okay. Um, you know, there's uh, this idea that a lot of the new gimmicks they're doing now certainly do feel like they're in the past, if that makes sense. You know, in, yeah. in the sense that, you know, you've got the Viking Raiders and you've got Ricochet that has bullet sounds and you've got Rick Rude, yeah. who's basically, uh, so uh, Bobby Rude or Robert Rude, who's basically Rick Rude and Alistair Black, who, you know, he's got a coffin, so his entrance must creak. You know, a lot of it does <laughs> feel very new generation to me, you know, sort of mid-90s. Yeah. And I, I don't have anything against that. But also, it didn't work. So you know, by that by that token, you've got to be quite clever with it. But why? Like, why would Alistair Black's lift creak? It doesn't make any sense. You just throw some oil on that. Like, it's, it's so <laughs> it's so silly. It, that I, kind of stuff. It, it's just so unnecessary. I don't, uh, I, I don't mind the yeah. creak. I won't lie. The creak I'm fine <laughs> with. The the bullet shot for Ricochet makes absolutely no sense to me. Mostly because they do it twice. And also, yeah. you know, with, with, with the creek too, what I don't understand about the creek is, is that going to get people to tune in? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. where, where is the, where is, what, what's the benefit of it? Like, fair play for doing yeah. it, but what, is that going to get a million more people to tune in because it's got a creek and a bullet sound? I'm going to go with no, but, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a promoter, so I, I, would, I wouldn't yeah. dare say it. But I, I do see... It's weird. It's almost, you kind of got the, again. The Bray Wyatt thing is very gimmicky as well. It certainly feels like yeah. we're now moving away from the attitude era whole thing of, you know, your gimmick is you. That doesn't feel yeah. like it feels like everyone gets a gimmick, and I'm not against that. I honestly not. If, if it helps and it changes stuff up, fair play. I just don't know if it is going to do that at the moment. Yeah, and, and I do like to go back to Alistair Black. Like it looks like they're rewinding on his character, and and like with that that kind of quiet vignette. I think that if they do that over a few weeks and they hopefully he's going to play the same character he came in as in NXT, which mm. is the the balanced character, 
where he found himself like because that's how they built it originally he wasn't it wasn't like this goth character it wasn't this emo uh brooding character it was it was a guy who found balance and balance is part of all the tattoos and all that so like there was a story behind who Aleister Black was and they never and when they kind of brought him up they kind of went a few different directions but they called him brooding a little bit and you mentioned in some of your videos as well um just that they they weren't hitting that character and it, I don't know why they don't just continue on with the NXT stuff at least to start and then see where it goes it's as opposed to changing somebody into something else like the, and now they're the the Viking Raiders but they're <laughs> they're acting like crazy they're like the berserker in the ring I don't know if you remember the berserker it might be before Oh, I, like I, I, I remember the Berserker, my friend. Don't okay. you worry about that. To, to me, it's like that's kind of they're playing a toned down Berserker in the ring. Like they're just yelling and, and it's like that's it's silly. It, it, uh, in NXT, they had like a, this Viking undertone. They weren't actual Vikings. There's just like people who liked they wore the war paint because it was well, the reason anybody wears war paint is to put a little bit of fear into your opponent. It's not because they're actual Vikings who are going to go raping and pillaging and like women's locker room, watch out. <laughs> it's, it, this is, it's crazy to go so over the top. It's, it's so unnecessary in, in today's uh, WWE. You just don't need to do it that to that level. But I don't know. We'll see. Man. Again, there are two guys who are really good who will probably make it work one way or another, hopefully. Yeah, no. hopefully they don't get just they don't get the the early uh, ascension treatment or the revival of treatment and end up jobbing to some fifty year old guys. I don't want to talk about those guys too. <laughs> Go <laughs> man. Go for it. Do it now. Do oh, it now. Segue. Okay. Segue. Yeah, segue into nostalgia. I know you love nostalgia. I I hate it now. I hate it so much. I think after you hit forty five, your last match has to happen before you're forty five. As to like, this is my last big send off match because it seems to be after after you hit about forty five, the 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 talent starts to really fade. The, like the three worst matches at WrestleMania this year were Shane and Miz, and not because of the Miz, it was because of Shane. Shane's old and awful. <laughs> Batista, Batista and Triple H was long and and not very good, and. And the other one was the Kurt Angle match. And Kurt, like Kurt Angle can't go anymore. And the, these are all guys who are, they're all close to 50. I think Batista's over 50. And I know Kurt Angle's 50. And Triple H and, and Shane are late 40s, 47, 48. Just, they just can't go anymore. And it's like, I, I like that Shawn Michaels went out at 45. And because when he came back eight years later, it was not very good. <laughs> so... I know. But, in hindsight, like I, I, I don't agree yeah. with the whole uh, your legacy gets ruined if you come back. It's just not true. People are very good at forgetting things, right? Like the start, the original, the the, yeah. the, the the second Star Wars trilogy. Everyone forgets it now. They're like, oh, who cares? And you can debate about it, but you know, sure, that Shawn Michaels match was not the best. You know, it, 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 yeah. it was probably not a good idea in hindsight. Yeah, and I just don't want to see those guys anymore. Not, not in in the ring. I, it, they want to do like an Undertaker thing with uh, what he did with Elias, that kind of a one-off thing. To me, that that's cool. But when you when you start doing twenty-minute matches, 
once a year, the, the guys just start, they're not on the level anymore. And it's, and to me, it, it's, it's, it doesn't ruin what they've done because what they've done is all great. And if you want nostalgia, you got a whole network full of nostalgia. You can go back and watch any match, any time on the network and, and go back and, and see what these guys were like in their prime. I don't know. To me, the one the one frustrating thing about wrestling, and probably frustrating for wrestlers, is they get better at their craft as they get older, but they have a harder time doing the things they they know how to like they they know how to build matches and stories and all that stuff within the match, but maybe they can't do the moonsault anymore. Maybe they can't do the jump from the ropes onto the chair onto the tables and and all the the cool stuff they did in their twenties and early thirties. As the body breaks down, they've got better at putting matches together, but worse at kind of making it all flow. And I don't know. And, and that's what I'm worried about where, with a person like AJ Styles in maybe five or six years. Because I think he's like 40 now and he still can really go. But hopefully by the time he's 45, he's like has his great last match and kind of goes off and doesn't do the one more match, one more match thing. Because mm. uh, to me, I. I I've seen this guy and I want to see the new guys. I don't want to see these the old guys do their thing. I don't need to see another Triple H match anymore. It's just like yeah, I, mean, I just don't need to see it. I know what you mean, dude. I, 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 yeah. I, as you said, I do like nostalgia. However, I completely understand what you're saying because right mm-hmm. now, what's the thing that WWE lacks the most? Stars. They don't have yeah. any stars. WWE, the brand is the star, and that's probably what's affecting TV ratings because if WWE is the star, just you know, pick and choose whenever the hell you want. To, you know, it doesn't matter that you're not tuning, you're tuning in for WWE and WWE has hours of programs every week. So, yeah. and I get why they do that because they don't want to get burned like they did with Batista and Brock Lesnar and uh, The Rock, I guess, was the first one technically that did it. But I guess the, the way you look at it, it is you're an old school fan. You don't want to see Triple H. And if you're a new school fan, do you care about who Triple H is? You don't, right? And that's not a Triple yeah. H thing. That's a sports thing. You know, I've got nephews and nieces that watch football and other sports. And they don't care about the people that I like when I was a kid. Why would they? They mean nothing to them. And if they get super into it, they'll do their, you know, they'll go and do their research and their history. But I don't buy into this whole, oh, you've got to know. No, you don't. Watch it for however the hell you want to watch it. If you know nothing about what happened 25 years ago, who cares? Like, you know, I I don't agree with that whole, oh, you're not a real fan. Nah, bollocks. That's not how the world works, man. Everybody's different. Somebody can enjoy wrestling day to day if they want and know nothing. And if they're enjoying it, that's all that matters. So I totally get your point, dude. I totally get your point. Yeah, and, and and I think the the older guys do come off uh, better as stars. I've got Brad here who you talked to way back, and uh, he's eleven. And people like Triple H and the Undertaker leave him in awe when they come out and they do their entrances and all that 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 part of it. Like they they look like stars. Absolutely, absolutely, dude. Which is why yeah. I will say I like the Ricochet entrance. As excited of Pew, the Ricochet entrance <laughs> is real, and the Alistair Black entrance. That. Yeah. Honestly, when I saw them live at the WrestleMania weekend, I was like, at least they come out and they feel like big deals. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. do something straight away. Like, oh, who's this person? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they can, somebody becomes the next John Cena because there really isn't one right now. I mean, Roman, I, I would like Roman to be able to take that mantle. He seems like the the best person in that spot. Unfortunately, fans have kind of turned on him as a, as a character too much, but I mean, he's, he's really good at that, at that role. And he's a, he's a good guy in the ring. He's, his character's okay. He's, he's not as great on the mic. And that's, that really hurts a lot of, 
a lot of like I think it's going to hurt Ricochet a lot more than anybody else. He's not a very good guy on the mic. Mm. But you got to but his thing in the ring is in the ring is great and I'm glad he's going to be on once a week because kind of that twice a week him and and Alistair Black they get overexposed pretty quickly too. And that's another thing in wrestling. You don't want to be overexposed and you don't want to kind of throw away all your good stuff in the first month or two and then have like nothing like what's the next thing that like what's ricochet going to jump off of next yeah I mean, probably in the it'll probably be in the latter match for money in the bank and that could be uh, spectacular but I, I think that could be good because I, I think i think you're putting him in a position to steal the show right and yeah. that's what you want you want him to be in a position where he can steal the show and i think that's important yeah yeah i know i i didn't know anything about ricochet when he came to NXT. I'd heard about him in the Indies, but I'd never watched him. So the first time I saw him was at a live show uh, before he even got on NXT TV. I'm like, hitting Brad, I'm like, oh, you got to watch this guy. He's going to do something spectacular. And he just had a regular match. It was a start off. <laughs> he, he, didn't do, he didn't do like his, his 450. I didn't even know he did a 630. I thought he did a 450 splash. But he didn't even do that in his match. He did, he did a, a few flippy things, but nothing like super spectacular. I was like, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Screwed. Where's all these things that I wanted? Ah, it goes yeah. to show me. I do agree with you about overexposure too. Like taking yeah. people off television is okay. It's okay. We could do this. Like you don't have to have somebody on all the damn time. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. That there was a, I, I don't know if you saw the John Oliver thing. Oh, uh, oh I did, dude. Fascinating, man. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah, he was like 100% on on almost everything. He kind of glossed over some stuff, but... It, it, I guess he had to, right? But like, he, yeah, but I mean, the, the, the points he did hit and the, the no off-season and all that stuff, like you said, if, you, if a guy misses a week, big deal. So let people have a week off every three, every every quarter. So you get four weeks off a year where you just take a, a whole week and you just go. You don't go to house shows. You don't go to TV. Nothing. Mm. At least, at least, and I, I mean, obviously, when people get injured, that's a little bit different. But, but give people just—it's okay to have a time off. You can plan it in, in the right spot so you don't have your your champion away the go home show of Raw. But maybe the second show after the last pay per view that that person's not on TV for a week. Well, I, I said this. Okay I, with that. I, yeah, I was talking about this the other day. Given the WWE schedule. <clears throat> You could even just give them two weeks off and it would feel like loads of time. Do you know what I mean? Like if you all of yeah. a sudden knew that you're going to work January through WrestleMania and then have two weeks off, you'd be like, wow, two weeks off for a wrestler is, is all the time in the world. Yeah. And, and it still makes a difference. So that way I understand you're not going to do these sort of huge fleeting changes, but you are just going to start adding those things in. I think anything like that is good. But again, it all comes down to the wrestlers, doesn't it? And that—that's if it's ever going to change, I don't know. Yeah, it would, and, be, it, it would be nice. Yeah, and those guys either need to maybe unionize or, or get together and be a little more. They, they need a little more leverage, I think. And and being independent contractors, you're kind of on your own. You're looking out for yourself. You 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 can't really look out for the entire group, and maybe kind of push back and certain like as as an individual especially new to to the company you can't push back and say you know what i need i need six weeks off a year like spread out through the year that's i'm not signing unless i get that they'll say okay well we'll see you later because you're not a star but i mean randy orton has a has a deal like that now but he's randy orton like he's 
he's become a big star and all that stuff. So he's got a lighter schedule. I think AJ's got a, or was asking for a similar type schedule as well. One of those less house shows. I think, I think he's got it, yeah. I, th- I think him and Daniel yeah. Bryan both have that now as well. And um, my worry about Daniel Bryan is what the hell's going on, right? He's definitely yeah. injured. That's what, you know, that's what inspired or, or was the catalyst for the Kevin Owens heel turn. WWE won't say what's going on with Daniel Bryan, which leads me to worry that maybe it's a head injury thing. I mean, Kobe yeah. Kingston what, did stamp on his head. Yeah. Well, what, what culture did the um, did a video, I think it was yesterday, with the news, it was uh, only one person reporting it, but they said that it was, uh, it's not the head. I hope so. I hope that's fine. It's, a, so it's not fine, but you ho- know. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The head is, what, like, with Daniel Bryan, one more head, and that's it. Like, he's not, the WWE is not going to let him back in. And, but with anything else, all the other things have, like, a healing time. You can pull your shoulder or tear a muscle or all that stuff has, it, it's all going to get better eventually hopefully i mean there are complications sometimes but for the most part with modern medicine you you're going to get better you'll be back in six weeks eight weeks four months whatever the time of healing is everybody gets back about the same time so but with a head injury it could be he could be out for two weeks he could be out for two years mm. you could never like there's there's hockey players who got a concussion and never played again and it's like some some of them went to like I think it was Mark Savard went a couple of years of not being able to go out in the light anymore. Like he was just in a dark room and how crazy is that? Man? Yeah, and all be and it was a dirty hit and all that stuff. But it's it's the same thing. Like wrestlers put their their bodies through that that stuff. And I don't know why Daniel Bryan was doing that kick in the head thing because it's like it's one of those it's one of those moves that somebody in a storyline should turn around on him and and Kofi does it just makes sense that you do that kind of it, it it's similar like it, with Nakamura with the uh with the come on thing guys are doing that as as a mocking thing yeah so it's the same thing with the Daniel Bryan thing when he was doing the kick to the head well you know what I can do that too I'm going to kick you in the head and it just takes a little <laughs> slip a little a little too aggressive and and with a person who's had multiple concussions, it doesn't take as much. At least that's some of what I've heard. I don't. I'm not, don't take medical uh, advice from a podcast, but uh, yeah, apparently you, it's easier to get concussions as you've had more. So Dude, uh, stay absolutely. away I, from that style. Dude, I, I mean, it's um, that that that's what happens. You know, you you, yeah. uh, you you weaken something, and and it's weak. You know, that's that that's yeah. the deal. That's what happens. So there's always going to be a worry there. Although I will say, you know, silver lining, I am happy they turned Kevin Owens heel. They botched his face turn by rushing him back. And I would, I've always wanted a Kevin Owens face turn, but we can get to it down the line. Right now, I think it was the right thing to do. It got me excited. I enjoyed the fact they pulled the trigger on it so early because it, it surprised me. And that's why I thought yeah. it was because, like, oh, we're just doing it. Okay, cool. Let's go. So, um, yeah. I, well, what did you think about it, though, man, before we start to wrap stuff up? Happy, not happy? Because a lot of people just couldn't believe it was so fast. No, I, I actually I really liked it. I I don't know, I've only really seen Kevin Owen as a heel and I've I really enjoyed him as a heel. I guess I saw him a little bit in ROH way back as Mr. Wrestling. Uh but I didn't find that character all that interesting. But I mean that's not every week T V and stuff, so but I, I like Kevin Owens as, as a heel. It's mm. a little more aggressive as a heel, not the not the chicken shit heel. I I'm I'm so tired of the chicken shit heel, I don't need that. 
it just that's why with Daniel Bryan, uh, last time I was on the podcast, I said I didn't like small guys as heels. He knocked it out of the park. That's amazing. The what what he did and took that message of, and it's a relatively positive message. And you can take any positive message, and if you throw it in somebody's face enough, it just you just become an asshole. It's like, it, <laughs> it too. It's, it's like it's like with you're working out and you're eating and all that stuff. Like you have the positive vibe, but you can twist that a little bit and really be a jerk about it and go after people and say, "Oh, you're you need to do this and you need to do that." And you're giving them good advice, but you're doing it in such a way that people are like, "Like, f off, Miller! Like, leave me alone." Oh, exactly. It's too much, so right? It's too much. Just twist it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, you can do you can do everything in a nice way, or you can do it in a, in a mean way. And and with with Kevin Owens, I I kind of like the way the way he turned it. And Kofi is is super over, so it just takes a little turn like that, and he's he's like super villain again. Yeah, I know. I did I did like the name the Big O because they did that in Montreal, and of course, yeah. <laughs> in, in Montreal, there's the the stadium where they used to play baseball and it, stuff. It, it's it, called the Big O. Is that the Olympic Stadium as well? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that the really, Olympic yeah, Stadium. Right, yeah. They called the Big O. So Kevin Owens would say, "Oh, that's the big O. That's funnier." Yeah, because it's a kind of a double entendre. It's big O for that. for that, and also the big orgasm if you want to go that <laughs> route. <laughs> so, <laughs> or you can just say he's a big. He's just a big guy. So there's a few different ways you could take it. So it's it's uh it's kind of the the PG the Muppets PG era where they had the the joke for the kids and the joke for the adults and you can kind of take it in, in whatever direction you want. <laughs> and hey man, couldn't WWE do more of that if they tried? Do you know what I mean? They absolutely could. They absolutely could. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I like that. Um, Raw is fine. Not really much going on there. But look, they gave us AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. As I've said, that's we've always wanted that. At least we're getting it. That's the way I look at it. You know, it's yeah, better. It's I, better than never getting it. I'm not excited about that one. Why not? Because I, I'm a hundred percent sure that Seth Rollins is going to win that match. So to me, there's no intrigue in the match. Like the match is going to be fine, but I don't know. I I always like to watch a match where I, I'm not sure who's going to win. That's and I'm, fair, dude. That's fair. That's I'm a hundred percent sure he's going to win. I I want to see that match. If they did that match at SummerSlam which to me makes more sense. And Seth Rollins has had the belt for four months. Now I think yeah, they could switch. So it might be maybe 70% Rollins going to win, but I'm 100% sure that Rollins is not dropping to, to AJ Styles. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a good match, but it's not... I, I, if the outcome is not in... not in uh, up for grabs, and to me it's not as exciting as... It's one where I I don't know what's going to happen. I like to not know what's going to happen. So, I mean, that's the only part of not being excited. Seeing those guys do those two guys work in the ring is going to be great. But, dude, I'd like to I'd like it to be like, uh, one guy's going to win. Maybe AJ Styles wins and makes me look like a fool. But if Vince is listening, he can he can do that. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I can't argue with that, man. You, you you make you make a good point. You make a good point. It, 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 you, you, the best matches are always the ones where you don't know. So we will, you know, yeah. we'll see what goes down. And on that controversial note, we'll wrap up the podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fast hour, my friend. That was, yes, a, that, was. Was, that was a very, very, very fast hour. But dude, thank you so much for your time. As always, thank you for your candidacy and just being honest to the end. It makes it so much more just cool to have those kind of chats. So thanks again, man. And thank you for all the support. I appreciate it. 
No problem. We're, we're, uh, can I plug something? Absolutely, dude. Of course, man. Okay. Just go for nuts. All right. So what I want to do, I want to plug when I want to plug you and all the other creators out there. Oh, that's very kind. If, man. if you have the extra dollar, the extra two dollars, and you enjoy the content, whether it's Simon, whether it's some other content, throw that throw that money in, into into their Patreon. It does make a big difference for for those guys, and they can continue to make that content. the The world has changed a bit, and it's, and I mean, it's going to be it's going to be crowd supported uh, funding from kind of here on out, especially with the with the smaller independent guys. So, if you have it, do it. If you can't afford it, keep listening, spread the word. But that's that's all I want to plug, dude. You are a good man, my friend. That is very kind. I totally agree with that sentiment. Even if it's not me, always support your favorite creators when you can. <laughs> I understand that sometimes finances don't allow it, but dude, that is a very nice message. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> no problem. Awesome, dude. And thank you for, for coming. I thank you for your time as well, man. You gave up an hour of your time for me, and I appreciate that as well. It's always fun to <laughs> talk wrestling and just... I, I can't believe an hour goes by so fast. I know, dude. I know. <laughs> and one day the analytics will tell me that we can do more than an hour. But until that day, we will stop at one that hour. That was perfect. It, that was a perfect length for a podcast. It really is. If any, I don't listen to podcasts that go over an hour. So I'm like, well, why would anybody else? So I'll just make it yeah. an hour and we'll move on. Uh, but yes, please do go to youtube.com for us. That's the middle report rules. You can check out these podcasts on there as well, obviously, including uh, you can see me if you really get a kick out of that. That's there. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Simon316. And as my man says, patreon.com for us at Simon316 if you do have a dollar spare. Dan, we'll have to do this again soon. It's too much fun. And yes, yeah. dude, just thank you again. And thank you to everyone that listens. Of course, we will be back probably next week on Tuesday now. I may try that one out again, but keep an eye on the YouTube channel. That's the best way to find out. I'll talk to you then. Yeah.